Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. The show that keeps you updated with what's happening in the world of royalty, from the British royal family through to the aristocracy and current events from around the royal world. Hello and welcome to Right Royal Roundup. I'm Carolyn Cash and coming up later on today's show, Prince Edward has arrived in Australia for a low-key visit, the Empress Emerita has been discharged from hospital, Meghan returns from maternity leave, Prince Andrew in Belgium and William the Conqueror's rather undignified funeral, so stay tuned. On Right Royal Roundup, time now for a British royal family update. News and views from Buckingham Palace. Prince Edward, the Earl of Wessex, has arrived in Australia for a low-key visit as Chairman of the Board of Trustees for the 60th anniversary of the Duke of Edinburgh Awards. The official secretary to the Governor of New South Wales, Colonel Michael Miller, met the Earl of Wessex upon arrival at Sydney Kingsford Smith Airport on Thursday the 12th of September 2019. Prince Edward attended a national award conference that afternoon, followed by a reception at the Mitchell Library in Sydney. The Earl of Wessex attended a Duke for Sport reception at the Sydney Cricket Ground that evening. The following day, Prince Edward attended the biggest Duke of Edinburgh Awards ceremony at Sydney's Town Hall. Prince Edward and a host of Australian celebrities, including Dawn Fraser, Lane Beachley, Kirk Pengilly, and Jack Thompson presented gold awards to nearly 400 recipients. New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian and Sydney Lord Mayor Clover Moore congratulated the awardees and thanked them for their contribution to the country. For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au. the Imperial Household Agency in Tokyo, former Empress Machiko was discharged from hospital two days after undergoing breast cancer surgery. She thanked the head of the hospital and doctors who carried out the operation before returning to the Imperial Palace. The operation was said to be successful. The former Empress was admitted to the University of Tokyo Hospital on Saturday the 7th of September to have a partial mastectomy to remove cancerous cells. Doctors from the Shizuoka Cancer Center carried out the operation. Tests in July revealed a lump in the mammary gland in the former empress's left breast during an echography exam, followed by a needle biopsy during early August. So far, no tumor cells have spread, and a final pathological diagnosis of the removed tissue will take one to two weeks before decisions are made regarding further treatments. Former Emperor Akihito and their daughter, Sayoko Kuroda, who is now an imperial Shinto priestess, visited the former empress before she had her operation. The former empress had lost weight due to stress and a busy schedule leading up to the abdication earlier this year. The 84-year-old former empress Machiko also had cataract surgery on both eyes in June and is currently being monitored after being diagnosed with heart valve abnormalities. The former emperor became the first Japanese monarch to abdicate in about 200 years ending the Heisei era, which lasted 30 years. 
His eldest son, Emperor Naruhito, ascended the chrysanthemum throne on the 1st of May. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. Megan has returned to work after some time off on maternity leave to launch a new clothing range to help unemployed women to find jobs. This is the Duchess's first official engagement since the birth of her son Archie in May. Megan wore a blouse from the collection as well as pants by Jigsaw when she arrived at the launch in John Lewis's Oxford Street store. The Duchess teamed up with the charity SmartWorks to provide training for unemployed women as well as clothes for job interviews. The clothing range, called the Smart Set, comprises of seven items as workwear essentials in sizes 6 to 24. Jigsaw, John Lewis and Partners, Marks and Spencer and Megan's friend and designer, Mission Nonu, developed the range. It includes a white shirt from Mission Nonu, costing £125, a fully lined elegant blazer, costing £199, slim fit black tapered pants, costing £120, both from Jigsaw. The handbags from John Lewis in black and tan, which sold for £109, had already sold out by the time Megan had arrived at the store. Two crepe shift dresses in a vibrant blue and classic black sell for £19.50 at Marks and Spencer. For every item bought in several high street stores or online, another will be donated to the charity. The collection will be available for at least two weeks. These items are said to help give women the confidence and support they need to enter the workforce and take an important step in building a career. Megan also thanked the four brands involved for placing purpose over profit and community over competition whilst taking part in this special project. However, the Duchess couldn't stay for too long as she had to get home to feed the baby. Megan became SmartWorks Royal Patron in January 2019. For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au. Prince Andrew attended a ceremony in Belgium marking the 75th anniversary of the liberation of Bruges on Saturday the 7th of September. This is said to be his first major public appearance since his former friend and convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein was found dead in a prison cell. The Duke of York was present in his role as Colonel of the Grenadier Guards and a guest of Prince Laurent of Belgium, King Philippe's brother. Prince Andrew laid a wreath at the Charles II Memorial before he and Prince Laurent inspected a guard of honour in the market square. Afterwards, Prince Andrew attended a lunch at the Guild of San Sebastian. The Grenadiers have been associated with the Belgian city since King Charles II formed a royal regiment in 1656 whilst he was in exile before the restoration of the British monarchy. The Duke of York took over the role of Colonel of the Grenadier Guards from his father, the Duke of Edinburgh, in December 2017. Some of Prince Andrew's official engagements were cancelled following the controversy regarding Epstein's death, including a ceremony at the newly upgraded Portrush Railway Station. However, he did carry out an official engagement when he attended the 175th anniversary celebrations at the Dartmouth Royal Regatta on the 30th of August 2019. 
Right Royal Roundup, we now go back in time for some Right Royal Regal history. William the Conqueror died on the 9th of September 1087 following an injury which occurred during a battle in France. He was in his 50s, which was considered old by contemporary standards of the time, and was said to be extremely fat as, according to historian Mark Morris, the exercise of hunting failed to counteract the quantities of venison consumed. So William left England to lead an expedition against the French in the Vexen in July 1087. According to some sources, William's horse jumped a ditch which drove the pommel of his saddle into his overhanging stomach, no doubt causing some excruciating internal injuries. William was taken to the Priory of St Gervais at Rouen where he died. The clergy arranged for his body to be sent to Caen after everyone who had been at William's deathbed had deserted him. William had expressed his desire to be buried in the Benedictine Abbey of St. Stephen, also known as the Abbey or Homs, or the Men's Abbey, which he had founded in 1063. His son Henry and the bishops and abbots of Normandy had to deal with a citizen of Caen who claimed that his family had been cheated out of the land on which the church was built. An investigation proved the claim was true, so the man was compensated. Then William's corpse was lowered into the tomb, but it was too big for the space. So the attendants tried stuffing the body into the tomb, but it burst, letting off a really disgusting smell throughout the church. All the frankincense and spices couldn't disguise the stench. Needless to say, the clergy hurried through the rest of the service as quickly as possible before there was a rapid mass exodus when it had finished. William had left Normandy to his eldest son Robert and gave custody of England to his second surviving son, who ruled as William II, and his youngest son Henry received money. William the Conqueror is best known for defeating Harold II at the Battle of Hastings on the 14th of October 1066, introducing Norman rule to England. After the victory at Hastings, William the Conqueror was crowned in Westminster Abbey on Christmas Day 1066, according to ancient English rites. William the Conqueror also compiled the Doomsday Book in 1086, recording all the names of landowners and tenants in England. He also built many castles, especially the Tower of London and Windsor Castle. That's all we have for this week. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to your company again next week. You've been listening to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. Tune in next week for more of the latest royal news from around the world. And don't forget to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup or visit our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au.